Well, 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 thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. Just fantastic how you, you pound the keys on that synthesizer, just rocking over there in your 4th of July red, white, blue t-shirt. That's right. Recording this podcast on the day before the 4th of July, July 3rd. That's right, July 3rd, 2022. Kind of the kickoff. Of, well, I guess I guess Memorial Day is really the kickoff, the unofficial kickoff of the summer. And 4th of July is like you're in it. You're in it with the 4th of July. Bingo, bango. A lot of fireworks tomorrow all over the place. I enjoy the Macy's fireworks. What do you like, Jim? Huh? What do you like, Jungle? Jungle? Mm. You like a little flare and a sparkler on the river. Hi, this is Tim Marr, and this is Failing Up, recording this podcast. That's right, of Failing Up in the basement studio along the shores of the mighty Seneca River, flowing north all the way up into the Great Lake of Ontario. You go right through downtown Oswego into the Lake of Ontario. If you make a right, it is going to be so busy if you make a right on the St. Lawrence Seaway past the Thousand Islands, Alexandria Bay, through Kingston, Ontario. You keep going, 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 going. There'll be boats and cabin cruisers and, you know, sedus and skidoos and all that, you know, sea-doos and all that kind of stuff. And there'll be a, a freighter ship coming down there, take you right out to the Atlantic Ocean, the mighty Atlantic Ocean. That's right. And around the world, just like my voice, if you make a left, you're going to go over to Buffalo. Things are going to be rocking around Niagara Falls to take the Peace Bridge right into Canada. You make a right on that great lake and just keep going. You're going over to Toronto, Ontario. Great city, Toronto, Ontario. Love it there. Love Toronto. Get some gravy on fries, man. Oh, man. Great, great, great. Go on Buffalo. Go over to Niagara Falls. You hit Lake Erie, the great Lake of Erie, right on the shores of the beautiful city of Cleveland, Ohio. And there's Lake Michigan, Lake Huron, Lake Superior. You fly over from Lake Michigan. You ever fly over Lake Michigan when you're going to Chicago? It's like going over the ocean. It's a, those lakes are just huge. They're great. That's why they call them Great Lakes. Once again, Tim Marr with Jungle Jim over there in the Oh, my gosh, what was that? Oh, I went to my nose and I hit the microphone, Jim. Jungle Jim over in the corner of the studio right over there with his synthesizer and his red, white, and blue shirt and his pint glass waiting for a couple bucks. Tips, I'll give you a tip, Jungle. I'll give you a tip. Floss daily. Floss daily. So here we are on failing up. Oh, man, oh, man. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. What a Fourth of July to celebrate our independence. Independence is great. What a great holiday, the 4th of July. America's birthday. You know, America's birthday. Happy birthday. I remember the bicentennial. I'm old enough to remember the bicentennial. That's a big deal. The bicentennial. It took me a long time to, to be able to spell bicentennial. But that was big, you know, football patches on uniforms and big special 4th of July, 200 years. It was really, really a big celebration. Every 4th of July is a big celebration here in America. And it makes you really want to get down into, like, Americana. You know, really, America is such a huge, huge geographic country. It's so diverse. So diverse. If you go into one town or one city or one community or one village, uh, you know, you, like, you hear the biggies. New York, Chicago, L.A., Miami, um, San Francisco, all the big cities, you know, Denver, Boston, Philadelphia, all the big, big, big cities. You always hear about the big cities. But what about the other cities, the medium-sized markets, you know, the, the medium-sized markets, like the Syracuse, New York, or the Peoria, Illinois, or the Toledo, Ohio's, or the places on the way on down to Florida? What about those places, the smaller towns? 
because they're the and how do you get a feel for it? And no matter what size of the city, whether it's the great city of Manhattan, New York City, Manhattan, just one of the five boroughs. If it's L.A., if it's a little village called Vestal, whatever that place is, there's one place you can always go. And it is a microcosm of that place, whether it's the largest city in the world or the smallest town in the world. They all have one thing that is unique to our country, I believe was, I believe was created in our country. I'm going to stand by that. And that is the American Diner. The American Diner. And if you ever really want to get a, a feel as to what's going on, visit the local diner. Because it's at that diner where you get a real sense of community. It's at that diner where, where people really come together. But it's at that diner where you get the flavor of not just the food, but the conversation of what's really going on in that town. Everything from political views to, to what's going on. Because most of those diners have the local newspaper. That's right, the paper. You could, they usually have the paper still in that diner. And who's ever waiting on you really knows what's happening in the community. A lot of times, the locals that know where to hang, they're at that diner. The scuttlebutt of the day is at that diner. And all great diners have that laminated menu. And you're handed that laminated menu where you look up to a board, and there they are, the daily specials. Usually the best time to get, well, you can go to a diner anytime. Breakfast is always a great time to hit a diner, uh, lunch, lunch. And, of course, many of them are open 24 hours. But when you get into that diner, you're going to get a flair. The diner is the heartbeat of the community, again, whether it's the largest city or the smallest town. And the diner reflects. And the diner goes through cycles throughout the day. But you grab that laminated menu. And the first thing you're going to see is what you're going to, you're going to see some of the local cuisine. You know, how do, everybody has their omelets different. Or are there, you know, uh, specialty, specialty foods to the area that you're going to be able to sample in that diner? And then are there, um, uh, you know, how's the coffee in there? But it's really the flair. You know, if you go down south and you're in Atlanta, you're going to get great grits in Georgia. You know, you go, you're going to go into Boston in the diner, you're going to get some chowder. You're going to get some real New England clam chowder in the diner at lunch. That's right. Some fish and chips probably at a diner. At a diner, you're going to get eggs and scrambled. Lots of coffee. Coffee and diners are synonymous no matter what part of the country you're in. But you're going to hear the political views. You're going to have the eggs. And the, and the most important people at the diner, besides the cook, the cook is really important, is the wait staff who's ever waiting on you. Because they welcome you like you've, you've come into a home, like you've come into their home, into their town. They, and the first thing, where are you from? If they don't know you, the first thing in any great diner, they say, where are you from? What would you like? Here are, the, here are the specials. Where else do you go? Here are the specials. The eggs are great. You got a bottle of hot sauce there. You got bottomless coffee coming. You're having conversations about what's going on. You're, you're part, you're, you're like, you've now been injected into the veins of that community. Of course, you want to order the low. You want the grits and you want butter on the grits. You want gravy on the fries. You want big mashed potatoes. All that great food at a diner. Some of the great diners, they're all, they come all different ways, but they're, they're crowded, and at breakfast they're crowded, and the people are there meeting and talking and hustling. And diners have cycles too in America, but they're so America. You'll hear the political views. You'll hear the arguments. You'll hear the bitching. I can't believe that son of a bitch. Can you believe that sad thing? I want to push America. You know, if things were different, you'll hear the local gossip, the local scuttlebutt. Well, Bobby ran that pickup truck right into the right into the house last night. Sure did. Crashed right into the house last night. Oh my God, it was horrible. 
We won't be seeing him around here for much longer. <laughs> or in New York. Oh, my God. I can't believe the B train flooded. I can't believe it. But wherever you go, some of my favorite diners in the world, if you go out to L.A., you go out to L.A. at Venice Beach in L.A., right right before you, you, you walk onto the sidewalk in L.A. by Venice Beach. The road ends, and you're looking at the pier at Venice Beach. You know, you're looking at the pier. And as you're standing there to your right, it's one of my favorite diners in America. Um, and and there's, the sidewalk goes right up Venice Beach and Muscle Beach and all that. Straight ahead, you walk up on the big concrete pier. Uh, through the, but this place is like, it, it, it's all colorful, and you can sit outside and... And uh, it looks like a surfer diner, but it's a hip place, and it's a diner. And it's no different than the diner I sit in in Syracuse, New York, except it's colorful, and, and it has the community, and, and people are talking about the local stuff, and they, and they just welcome, and you become a part of it. And you can ask any question, like, oh, you know, who is that? Oh, that's, you know, who you need a mechanic. And diners have cycles. Like some diners, some diners aren't open 24-7, but diners have cycles. And most of them are open 24-7. So you got the early morning. We'll start the early morning cycle, you know, 6 o'clock to maybe 9, 10 o'clock. You know, that's breakfast. That's when people are coming in before work and they're, they're chugging down some coffee and they're getting their omelets and, and they're having meetings, you know, business meetings. And they got the paper. And they're meeting about what's going to go on that day at the diner in the morning. And there's, there's, there's energy there because people are, you know, are starting the day and they might be a little groggy and, but they're getting that, you know, pancakes, eggs. You know, it, it, it's kind of like the, the last stop before the shit hits the fan. You're at your diner. People from all walks of life come. There's an electrician. There's a policeman, a police person, cop, officer, whatever you call them. There's a, um, a business person. All at the diner. It doesn't matter. When you, you pick up a stool or you, or you sit down at the diner, it doesn't matter. You're all, you're all there together. Everyone's welcome and you're all there and there's a, there's a hustle and there's an energy as the day's about to kick off and the coffee's chugging down and people are talking about either the events of the previous day or the upcoming day, you know, and it's a community in there. That's the morning rush, you know, get to the diner, get the egg, and all right, I'll see you guys get through today. Then you have the diner lunch crowd, you know, the lunch crowd, 11 to 1, 11 to 2, a little more mellow. A lot of meetings at lunch at a diner. A lot of meetings at lunch at a diner. You know, that's when people meet to eat, you know, and they're going to eat and they're going to talk, talk about business, talk about ideas. Of course, you know, they'll end up going tangential and talk about what they, you know, the news of the day and they'll get the, you know, lunch, you're getting that specialty, whatever it is, you know, whatever the specialty of the region is, because the diner is really the reflection, the mirror of the region. The people working there, the people eating there, the food you're served there, mirror of the of the region in those thick mugs that you can throw off the Empire State Building and they would bounce back up. They're so strong. Diner coffee mugs are great. Love them. You know, you know. I always have breakfast when I'm in L.A. and uh, out of the it's right it's right in uh, Marina Del Rey. Go in Marina Del Rey and that diner talked about right at the end of that. It's great diner, wonderful diner. Love it. But diners are, are, are America's, you know, uh, nucleus center, really. And, and, and history, it's where history runs. You know, we've had uh, history, the civil rights movement, 
ended up at a diner with one of the most famous protests in the history of the civil rights movement took place in a diner. That's right. The Greensboro sit-in. The Greensboro sit-in took place in a diner. Huge moment in the civil rights. In 1960, that's right, in 1960, when young African-American students staged a sit-in at the segregated, ready for this, Woolworth's Dime lunch counter in Greensboro, North Carolina, speaking of lunch, and refused to leave after being denied service. The sit-in movement soon spread to colleges throughout the South from a diner. Protesters were arrested for trespassing, disorderly conduct, disturbing the peace, and their actions made an immediate and lasting impact, forcing Woolworth's and other establishments to change their segregation policies. All took place at a diner, and once Woolworths had to change their policies, and at the time Grants and Macy's and all those other places have to change their diners. That's right. Diners were part of the civil rights movement. It's where a stand was made because diners were where are, not were, but are, so important to our culture. They're the heartbeat of our culture. And back in the day, you would go into a Woolworths or a Grants. And there, were, part of the store was a diner. You'd sit down and you'd get a, a root beer float or you'd get something to eat, you know, a hot dog or something, but they were all part. You, that's what it was a part of your day. Just like, you know, breathing was a part of your day or, 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 or you know, doing your homework or whatever it was, you know, going to work or taking a break. You went to the diner. You sat down and you shot the shit about the day. And if you're out of town, you're at that diner, you're going to really get a, a good sense. You go to any town. And like the, I don't know, the Monkey Mucks, they have a favorite place they go in. And a lot of them have their favorite diners and their favorite waiters and waitresses. That's right. But the civil rights movement, right at a diner, segregation, changed. Changed changed Woolworths, a monster at the time, a huge industry at the time, huge, huge store Woolworths at the time, the Amazon of the time, changed because of a diner. So you have the lunchtime crowd at the diner, the lunchtime crowd, you know. Then the day slows down, but then you get the evening people go to diners for dinner. You know, people go to diners for dinner. Day's over, hit the diner, you go to dinner. So you got your breakfast crowd, a lot of energy, coffee in the city, in the town you're in. Then you, you get out of there, you know, and then you go over and you get your lunch, the cycle of lunch. And then you, you, know, you got your dinner crowd. Then you have the after-hour bar crowd. Two o'clock, four o'clock, depending on the city. And that's where it's just crazy time. That's where every person who got sloshed and hammered comes in there. And you get a sense of a real, that's just crazy time. That's crazy. Diner full of drunks ordering massive amounts of eggs and coffee and screaming and loud. You know, the conclusion to the day, the day that started with the energy in the morning of people going off or the, or the, or the meetings at lunchtime or the after quiet at a dinner at a diner, you know, the the warmth of a dinner at your favorite diner. And then there's, wow, there's the wild, you know, end of night, you know, fights in the parking lot or guys, you know, trying to, women, whatever, picking up each other, guys picking up guys, women picking up, whatever, just picking everybody at the diner. Crazy, crazy. And then it ends about, you know, four or five in the morning. And it starts over again. It starts over again in the smallest of towns and the largest of cities. And you can close your eyes and you can walk into a diner, and if you really want to be in a diner, get a booth. You get a booth. And you sit at that booth, and the waiter or the waitress comes over. For some reason, it's usually a waitress. I don't know why, but most diners I've been to, it's a waitress. She'll come over, and 
She'll say, can I get you anything? You want some coffee? And at a diner, they can still call you hun. I need a little glass of water here. At a diner, they can still call you hun. Isn't that great? Arr, nothing like swallowing on the mic. And, 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 you, and, you, and you get your coffee. You look at the menu. And you just observe, you know. And you get a flair of that whole, um, whole place that you're in. And you're absorbed into it. And if you're lucky, they have a hard copy paper paper. Because there's something about a real newspaper in a diner, you know. And there's something about a diner where you feel comfortable opening up and talking like you wouldn't. And it's like a confessional almost. A diner is like America's confessional. And depending on the cycle you're on, if you're there early in the morning, you're confessing about the job you're going to and the concerns you might have that day or the things that really got to you the other day. Or maybe you're nervous about something or maybe you're excited about something. Maybe you're really pumped to get to job, you know, get to work that day. Or lunch might just be kind of like a hiatus from a terrible morning. Oh my God, I'm so glad I'm here. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm glad it's both. Got to take a break. You go to your sanctuary, the diner, the confessional, and you tell the waitress everything that happened in the morning. It was a great morning. Huge successes in the morning, and you're at the diner, and you're feeling like a million bucks. Or the whole day's over, and it's dinner time, and you're at the diner just kind of just relieved you got through it. Oh, my God, the day's just washing off your body, so you're just exhausted. So all you want to do is sit at the diner, sit at the booth, sit at the counter, have someone hand you the plate, and that's it. Or you just went out and you're crazy wild and you're there at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning going nuts. You know, telling the waitress how you got dumped or, or, or how you got stood up or how you're so excited because you didn't get dumped. The opposite happened. You scored. Yeah. But it all happens in that magical, wonderful, Americanic place called the diner. The diner couldn't stand, the diner couldn't be segregated because the diner is America. And that's why there was the great protest in 1960. You know, the diner is the place where people sat and talked about 9-11, the same way they sat and talked about Pearl Harbor. And they probably drank out of those same strong mugs. And the coffee, no matter where you go at a diner, you know, it tastes the same. And the diner isn't Starbucks. I love you, Starbucks, but it's not Starbucks. It's not some fancy schmancy place. A diner is booths. A diner is laminated menus. A diner is maybe a, a radio going or a jukebox. A diner is, you know, silverware I just wanted a washer and, uh, you know, plates that are some type of tan coloring, you know. Uh, menus, a ketchup right to your right or your left, depending where the booth is, and there's hot sauce next to it, and there's, there's, a, there's a tin full of napkins. That's a diner. You know, you scoot into that booth and you hang your coat up, and you sit down and you're, for some reason, you just feel like you're in the confessional and you can have that conversation you've been avoiding. And it doesn't matter if the waitress is standing over you, because again, they're usually waitresses standing over you listening. It doesn't matter because she's trusted. You could talk about anything with the waitress there. They should have plotted Watergate at a diner. Diners are, diners, you know, should have plotted the, the insurrection at a diner. They're sanctuaries. They're confessionals. They're mirrors. They're saunas. Diners are our emotional, mental sauna. In the hubbub of everything we go through, everybody has that diner they want to go through, go to, and just 
sweat the stress out of your pores as you pour down some gel. And I'll tell you, and when you go into a town, from town to town, and you get into it, there's no more welcoming places than a diner. For some reason, people like you in the diner. You're sitting in the booth, and you're automatically accepted. Well, after 1960 in Greensboro, North Carolina, you are in Woolworths. God bless you. Is there still a Jim, is there still a Woolworths jungle? I don't think, I don't know. Woolworths, I used to go to Woolworths as a kid. Woolworths and Grants had diners when I was a kid. But when I was a kid, you were, I don't know where you were. You weren't here. But, um, yeah, but everybody's just welcoming these in a diner. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a microcosm. When you go in, you slide down the booth. For some reason, you're a part of the place already. You're a part of the place because you decided to, to go in there. And whether you're in Syracuse, New York, or you're on the, the shore of, of Venice Beach, a diner's a diner, or if you're you're in New York, uh, there's a place, there's a diner, which I call it a diner, but it's probably more of a restaurant, but I call it a diner. It's right by Grand Central Station, one of my favorite places. You want to get a taste in New York, go to go to the Pershing Terrace, right next to San, Grand Central Station. It's, 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 it's borderline diner, probably restaurant. But in the morning, it's a diner. In the morning, it is a diner. And it's the place to be. I'll tell you. It's, it's a, there's another good diner. I used to go down to the, the, the New York diners. Um, another one. Syracuse has some great diners. Chicago has diners. They all got diners. I used to take the train from Syracuse to Chicago. I'd be on the dining car just because it was like, like a diner. You know what I mean? You got that car. Everybody was there. Everybody you didn't know became your friend in that car. But you walk into that place no matter where it is. Toledo, Ohio, you know, um, Des Moines, Iowa, you know, wherever you go, you know, Texas, pick a city in Texas or a town, Main Street, bar, gas station, movie theater, diner. Diner's where you go. It's got the neon light, maybe. Maybe it doesn't. It's usually train cars. But diners are America's symbol. Diners are America's uh, epicenter in many ways. These epicenters all over. And it's where people go for comfort. Some say, oh, you know, you go to the bar and get plowed. Yeah, you can go to the bar. You go to the bar, but where do you go after the bar? Back in the day, where do you go after the bar? If you're really on the town, you go to the diner. You go to the diner after the bar. To recuperate from the bar, you go to the diner. If you feel like shit in the morning, you go to the diner. If life is stressful, you go to the diner. You want to celebrate, you go to the diner. You want to meet people and learn about what's happening in that community. You want to get your finger on the pulse of this country. You go to the diner. Red, blue, pink, yellow. Go to the diner because the eggs are all yellow at the diner. The omelet, an omelet is yellow. Cheese is cheese. Then you go to a different part of the, of the world and you're going to get a little different flavor of food. You're going to say, oh, wow, that's pretty good. You know, when I was down here, I had the real grits. Not the one like Denny's had, but I had the real grits, you know. Um... That's good gravy. Oh, the cook makes the gravy fresh. You got to have a piece of, you know, whatever you want. Omelets. I'm an omelet guy. I go to a diner. I have an omelet. I very seldom eat lunch at a diner. I'm a diner breakfast guy. Now, breakfast can go anywhere from, you know, 8 o'clock to 1 in the afternoon. But I'm a breakfast guy. Omelet. Got to have an omelet at a diner. Some type of eggs. Classic coffee. I bet you I drink 10 mugs of coffee at a diner. For some reason, you just drink it, you know. Or those lonely diners, the wee hours in the morning, that famous painting, all the people that, you know, Humphrey Bogart, Marilyn Monroe, I forgot who else in there. You know, wee hours in the morning, where do people go for comfort? They have nowhere to go. It's 3 o'clock in the morning in the big city or in the little town. Where do you go? Barcrot's not out. You go to the diner. You know why? Because someone's going to talk to you. 
someone's going to ask you a question, and I guarantee when you sit down at the counter at a booth, the first thing they're going to say is, how are you doing? What can I get you? Not like at a restaurant where, oh, you know, welcome, blah, blah, blah. This person really wants to know who you are and what can they get you. And automatically on that lonely 3 o'clock in the morning night where it's a little foggy and you're kind of lost and you're sitting at that stool and there's some familiarity with a paper or the news or someone just handing you a coffee and giving you some comfort food because diners are synonymous with comfort food. And that's why they go there. They're America's blanket. They're America's blankie, the diner. There were people have... Uh, talked about wars and, and what's going on in wars and protests. And no matter how divided this nation is right now, those conversations are happening in diners. In diners. Why do you think during the presidential campaign they all go to diners? I want to make a show at a diner. I gotta go to a diner. You know, I'm gonna go to the diner so they know that I'm one of the people. I'm one of the people because I'm at the diner. What do you get here when I'm what's what's the local cuisine at the diner? I gotta get that. I gotta get that. Vote for me, Jungle Jim. I hear you, Jungle Jim. It's time to get out of here. I am craving an omelet. I got to get out of here. I got to find a diner right now. I'm going to get over to the Little Gem. My favorite diner is not open right now, but I got to get myself a nice big omelet, some Tabasco sauce. I put coals into it, a little hash browns on the sides, and a big coffee, a big mug of diner coffee in that solid mug. And I'm going to talk about the day's issues and meet some people at my favorite place on the face of the earth, the American Diner. Take it away, Jungle Jim. This is... Valley Gun.